0: So what I'm going to do to you guys, if you don't mind, is I want you to introduce uh, your spouse uh, and tell us, uh, obviously their name, but also tell us uh, some quality that you have seen in them uh, that kind of draws you to them as like your best friend or a great friendship quality that they have. Carry ann go ahead and start us off. That'd be great. <laughs> 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 got
1: this one. Well. Yeah. So this is Mark. Um, he's
0: 42. <laughs> <laughs> wow.
1: Is that a great <laughs> <laughs> I, I I'm, gonna you, I'm gonna tell you why that. Why I, why I mentioned that. Um, because one of the things that I find that really draws me to him is his youthfulness. Mm-hmm. That he does, like, he does not act forty. No, and yeah. most people <laughs> <for> are <laughs> surprised, including me. Tonto, um, can <laughs> he grow up? <laughs> so he's the one that keeps the house laughing, and he just said just now that he, um, the whole sibling of them, they act a bit silly, that's okay. a bit of an understatement, yeah. but um, yeah, he, he's, he's youthful, um, and that's one of the things that um, attracts right. me to him.
2: That ended well. It not well. <laughs> 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 what I thought she was going to say was like a
3: Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Really. He is the <laughs> answer <laughs> to the universe. Yeah,
2: <laughs> <it>. <laughs> okay. So this is Kerry, um, and I'm not going to start off like Kerry. I'm going to say something nice from the start. Forty uh, no, is uh, okay. Yeah. Forty's not, not bad. Forty's not bad. She, 40's not bad. How old is she, Mark?
0: <laughs> 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 Just for the benefit of the recording, that was a heckler asking how old Kerry I wasn't.
2: For the benefit of the recording, in marriage that's called a trap. I'll leave that alone. Respect. (laughs) Um, What I like about Kerry is that, uh, and probably what you all know, is that she's hard working. And I um, I think in life I need someone next to me who is through his hard work, kid. Because if you leave it to me, I'll just sit down and ask do absolutely nothing. Um, so I need a push every now and again. Um, I think we was just having a discussion in the times in the last session. I was saying something, and we we, was, we just admitted to each other that we um, we don't want to say we, there's there's something at, at home that we really need to speak to each other about, but we don't want to upset each other. Um, and I think um, at times, Kerry is a person that will, you know. Will, when, when she feels there's the time and space to do so we need to get going we need to do this we need to do that my timekeeping has improved well done. <laughs> I brought hers down average,
0: you know, so, um, so yeah
2: it's you what know, I well, like her hard working qualities I think
0: very yeah, church starts really. at 9am at 11pm. Pass the
4: bar. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, pass the bar, <laughs> 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 um, This is Samantha, um, and something I love about Samantha, actually it's a little saying I have about her, which is, um, ever the usher. Now you actually all had a bore witness to this earlier on today when Samantha sort of stood up in the middle of a session and ran to the door because she could see someone waiting outside to open the door. So she has such a giving spirit, you know, she just loves to serve everyone around her Um, and you you may not know this about her but her middle name, uh, it's in our language but I'll translate it, is Muchandida which means you will love me um, or you will grow to love me I guess. Not in an instructive way, but yeah, 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 well, <laughs> 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 lost the translation, but you get the idea. And, and anyone who's met Samantha, I think you know, it'll make sense. You know, her little name will start to make sense. You know, her character, which is very giving, very loving, and you almost just fall into her. you're helpless so um be warned spend five minutes with her (laughs) and it's over for you (laughs) (laughs) yeah but i love her very much such a giving spirit and loving person
0: oh Oh, Oh,
4: you have shot shot us all there (laughs) that's (laughs) very
5: good i don't know how to stop that Uh, this is richard uh, my husband Uh, we've been married six years (laughs) I <laughs> <He always laughs> <asked to> remember, <laughs> it's one
0: of his qualities.
5: I one thing I really like about him or love about him is the way he cares. He really, absolutely cares for me. Um, he's always taking care of me. I don't, I don't know how else to explain it, but he totally, absolutely cares for me. He, he will. Uh, I remember the one time that I was in a car accident. His workplace was almost an hour away. He got there before I even got out of the car. <laughs> <laughs> so as soon as I had the accident, I texted him. And I said, oh, we've just been hit by another car. So I was sitting because I couldn't come out on the side because that's where the car had been hit. So by the time these guys are exchanging their details, and I'm thinking, should I move? Should I not move? What should I? He was already there. And no police there.
4: officers in room.
5: <laughs> no, but that, that's how much he loves me. That for me, it seemed like just five minutes that we got there, but the workplace was far. But he's, he's really caring. And not only for me, he, when he cares about you, when he cares about someone, he will say, what can we do to help? Like, uh, we had a situation with a lovely lady that we were hanging out with and uh, she didn't get paid yesterday and he was like, is she okay? Can we give her the rent money? And I was thinking, I don't even know how much her rent is. When I told him that was his first thought, how can he help, how can he care about this young lady? But the young lady said, no, I'm okay, I'll talk to my landlord. But he would have driven there to make sure that she had the rent money. So he's a really caring guy. Thank
0: you so much
3: for that. Great, so Okay, this is Nick, and one thing I love about Nick is is his exuberance and his um, tenacity. Nick is something, somebody who will get something done. So I know that if if the worst happens and like the world war breaks out, one thing I love about him is he will, if he's in America or some other country or something, I don't have to worry because he will make it across that ocean, he will come and save and rescue us and he, he, he will look after us as a family. So he's very tenacious in like um, a go-getting way, very dynamic person and that's one of the things I, I just really love about him. Aww. Thanks
0: Chloe, that's great. Um, one of the things I really love about Chloe uh, is she's an encourager. Uh, Chloe is an encourager Extraordinaire. and what i mean by that is that you can sit you know you can come in after like a, a day and you can say oh this didn't go so well or, i feel a bit down and chloe will talk you around and she'll kind of say come on you can do it and she'll speak such positive encouragement uh, into me and there's been so many times where you know like i felt on the brink of oh i just i don't think i can do this i can't how, how am i going to get through this And what Chloe does is she comes right alongside me and says you can do this you can you can make this happen look at all the things you have done so far don't forget those things and look at what's ahead and keep pressing in Uh, and that's a really really special quality so uh, Chloe's a great great encourager Uh, so hopefully uh, from that little introduction you get a little bit of a flavor of uh, our marriages and our connection and what we're trying what we're going to try and do over the next uh, kind of 20 minutes half an hour so is just explore some questions together um, and we haven't scripted this particularly, although they have, all of us have seen the questions you know, a couple of days ago, so we have some thoughts about some of these things, so the conversation may go anywhere, um, and hopefully it will be really enjoyable and you'll pick up some things, but we'll put the questions up on the screen and uh, we'll, we'll start with the first one. So uh, does the panel uh, have any wisdom on building a good friendship uh, in our marriages? Does so anyone would like to go first? So, yeah.
4: When I I saw this question, the first thing I thought, or the first thing that came to my mind, was um, in terms of good friendship. It just took me back to high school. So some of the best friendships that you know I've, I've ever had in my life, and I thought, you know, what made those friendships so special was the fact that you know something could happen. We could have a terrible situation or a challenging situation and or you know maybe you know be at loggerheads with each other but you know it was like no that's okay you know after a while it's almost like you could let go um you didn't really hang on to things um you know with my mates and um and that's something i had to learn in marriage because what i found quite early on is um i was treating my friendship and my marriage quite differently so i I would hold on to those things because i thought this is really important this you know i'm married now you know this is really important so You know, situations would come up and that importance would almost elevate that, you know, my reaction, um, you know, would be magnified. And when I learned to be able to let go of some things, because you're not always going to get an answer, you're not always going to get everything tied off with a bow and ticked and, you know, dotted all the I's and crossed all the T's and just accept some things happened, but the most (laughs) important things I love her it actually improved our friendship. And it could be like those, you know, really, you know, even better, you know, uh, than those uh, friendships or the good friendships that I remember from before, which were just that we accepted each other. So that acceptance, I think, is, it, it, you know, is, is what elevates the, or elevates our friendship uh, together. We just accept each other for who we are.
5: That's
4: great. Anyone else?
1: Um. funny enough we were talking and we said exactly the same thing, that with with your friends you let them off, you don't really hold them to any high esteem, they're allowed to make mistakes they're allowed to say something not too kind and you kind of say well you're not happy but you get over it Um, with your brother, your sister your mum, if they do something it's the end of the world because how dare you do that to me, you kind of, because that relationship like Richard said is so precious, you kind of assume that that person is super and therefore never make mistakes and I think in marriage relationships we tend to kind of do that automatically to each other and we agreed in our discussion that actually good friendships is about letting, um, kind of letting people off the hook a, re- a bit realising that we're humans and we make mistakes and that's okay so it didn't quite go the way it should but that's okay we move on. Um, that's one of the things that we we agreed on but we also spoke about actually being just willing to just spend time with each other and the importance of just spending time with each other with your friends um (coughs) mark and myself we were friends before we started going out and you actually build friendship because you spend time with each other and you get to know each other and it's so really really important just to be willing to just spend time um, I think Pastor Mark some years ago was doing um, a marriage teaching and he, um, I think it was in his session that he said your friend is somebody that you're just willing to waste time with, you know, and you're not thinking about what do you need to do next actually, it's fine if we just waste the whole day just doing nothing <laughs> but we're together, that's okay. And I think that's quite important.
0: Yeah, that's great, yeah. I think that's really good. And building on that a little bit, I think one of the things that Chloe and I were talking about when we were looking at this question was this concept of being completely present. Um, we live in an age where we've got so many things pulling on our attention um, that, that, that the whole thing of being completely present uh, to the other person and they're completely present to you in that moment, that's, a, that's quite a skill in some ways, or, or maybe a skill that we've sort of lost a little bit along the way. <laughs> Um, because we're just looking at tech or we're looking at, you know, what's on the next on the TV or we're thinking about something else or we're running so many parallel situations in our heads um, that we can almost lose that ability to be, no, I'm completely focused on you for this moment. And I think that's really key to building a good friendship in a marriage is that you can be completely yeah. present. I think that's a good skill to have. Yeah. Um, let's look at the next question. Um, uh, this one is uh, Can the panel uh, give any advice on how to have uh, lots of fun in our marriages? Um, come on, Mark, you can say for yourself. How to have lots of fun. Um, right. Um,
2: it, it does help, as Kerry has uh, noted before, that uh, if you act like a complete child, you can win your Um That does help. Um, I think. Um, just try and just try and do different things um, from a fun point of view. Um, if you if you know what you if you do things that you know already, then it's not really fun. So I think the thing is try new th- try new things, do, do different things. Like what we're saying is, you know, we've we decided, like I said recently, we're just going to start picking places and just going to going to visit them, um, we have no knowledge about these places. So we're just going to go there and just have a look at have a look around. So. I think doing new things, but you, you also you've got to do things and like just have a have a laugh and a joke um, uh, about things and just be willing to, to laugh. I think we, I can't remember what it was yesterday. We, like yesterday, we was I can't remember what it was my sister Sharon was there as well, and we was just singing a song. And it was just a silly song. I make up songs, yeah, I, I do things like that. And, and unfortunately, my family follow me, um, yeah. so they, they start following me singing my silly songs. So it's just doing silly things and just new things and adventurous things and um, just things that fun, really yeah so it's kind of being
0: able to be spontaneous and stuff
3: like that. yeah I think um, referencing back to what Andy was talking about how when you try new things sometimes you can put quite a lot of pressure on yourself that oh you know this has to go well or this, this has to go right when you are trying new things as, as they said have many dates so don't let one thing if it doesn't work out that's okay and do try and laugh about it but don't um, put too much pressure on that to be to be great and, and high expectations. It's okay it's, it's a flop. It's, it, that that didn't work out that time. But don't let that cut you off from other things. And again, you know, after after a while, we've been married 18 years, haven't we? And after um, after a while, you can. We always do that. That's always what we do. Don't get stuck in a rut. Do try new things, etc. Just to um, just to try and break that a little bit
5: uh i would also add on to that trying new things is awesome but i always like to go back to when we started off i always say remember that time <laughs> and you know it and then it, it just brings i feel like it brings those feelings back again so it's like oh and then you get excited again uh, like last night we went for dinner and uh, we remembered the time when we were dating and it was snowing and we were having dinner in that same That's restaurant so and um he took a picture of me outside so we we're trying to go through the pictures to find that picture because mm. he always says we save all these pictures in your dropbox but whoever yeah. goes back <laughs> so we had to go through the dropbox during dinner to find that one picture and we did so it was yeah. it was fine uh,
4: uh, 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 if, if i could just quickly add on that sorry i will be quick um for me uh, as much as i you know completely agree that it, it's good to do new stuff whenever you come into a marriage or well, any situation you we're already fully formed people, we're adults, so you know what you find to be fun already and your partner knows what they find to be fun already so uh, for me it was almost like a, a a sales and marketing mission to get her on board with what I find fun because I know it's going to be fun and I know she can enjoy it if she can just get on board but also to be willing to find, you know, to, to find the thing that she enjoys and be enthused about those because. Just the fact that she's excited about something I'm excited about makes me even more excited. And I'm sure it must be the same for her. So an example would be um, the gadget show, sadly, which has ended now. Um, But we went for like five years in a row. And I'm sure to Samantha when we started, probably the worst thing in the world she could imagine is walking around this massive sort of you know aircraft hangar if you can think of it that way full of tech and gadgets and games and Sounds toys. Online. Sounds and, you know. <laughs> For me that it's like I mean, it, 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 see my eyes. It was glorious. But you know I could see Simon when I said we're going to the gadget show, I could just, I could almost see her, you know, deflating. So I said, how can I get her excited about this? You know, that, that old saying W I F M, what's in it for me? So I said, okay, so what could it what could be in it for facade? So I looked at the um, the exhibitors and we saw that there's gonna be uh, people doing nails and there's gonna be people doing hair. There's lots of stuff that she can enjoy there. So we actually planned the route. That would, you know, well, for her, she thought it was for her, but it was actually for me, because the next floor stand was gonna be like, you know, the call of duty or something. Um, so I made it so that she would enjoy it, so she really got on board with it, but we was always having a great time. So, you know, do the things that you enjoy, but think about how can you sell it to your partner? What's
0: in it for them? Yeah. <laughs> right. well, i do think fun is something that can be very uh, spontaneous so you can create it you know and some and also some of those uh, occasions that end up being a bit of a flop or a bit of a disaster actually treat that as a doorway into having a bit of a laugh later about it you know wasn't it you know like when you're reminiscing you talk about sort of thinking back on times so you can yeah. think back on some times which were we're just appalling. And you just cringe, and and they can become like a currency in your marriage. Of, oh my goodness, do you remember that time we tried and stayed in that place and it was just awful? Um, Chloe and I were in uh, early on in our marriage, we went to uh, China and we walked along the Great Wall of China, and uh, one of the nights there was uh, just so awful. It stood out as being funny. We were in this kind of rickety shack that was up on stilts, and it was cold, and they were trying to serve barbecue food in this big kind of sort of Moroccan tent thing. Or I guess it was a
3: it was sparrow. Barbecued sparrow. Just in a dark in a dark cut thing. Indoor barbecue. Where do you have that? Smoke filled room. You can't even see whether it's cooked or not. No shower. Cold showers and things. You've just walked for ten hours because you're on you're on this trek. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we, we, we hunted out and um, there was a Mars bar in the like a, a mini Mars bar in the bottom of my pack and we kind of just shared it with <laughs> yeah,
0: We did actually cry I think. Yeah, I know how to I know how to romance a girl. Take her to China and destroy her soul. <laughs> The thing was, after we shared this half-miles bar, we had like a cold shower because we were obviously having walked all day, it was freezing cold, got into bed, you know, in the sleeping bags and stuff and we thought to ourselves, you know, it'll be better in the morning, it'll be fine. And we woke up and they gave us, uh, it was cold tofu in vinegar or like pickled tofu. And all I wanted was a croissant on coffee or something like that. And it was just... It was, it was, and cold rice as well. Yeah,
3: and a boiled egg, which was the one saving grace. But then they gave us chopsticks to eat it.
0: <laughs> so sometimes those things are a total disaster. If you can laugh about it, actually they go into your marriage as kind of like your... You have your own traditions and your own folklore in your own marriage and that you can refer back to those and that they can be uh, ever so entertaining and they can make you laugh uh, in future years, uh, definitely. Uh, let's have a look at the next question. Um, okay, so what would, uh, would the panel say there are any blockages to building friendship and fun in our marriages and uh, if so, what can we do to overcome those?
3: Yeah, negativity. Um, just really fight negativity it's so easy to um <coughs> walk into being slightly sarcastic or cynicism or it creeps in it's all over the news it's all over um uh, tv and stuff um try try not to make smart comments try not to point things out um, there's this great phrase i saw on um, one of the care for family things i love this no marriage can flourish in an atmosphere of discouragement mm-hmm. Read that again, no marriage can flourish in an atmosphere of discouragement. And um, yeah, be encouraging, be positive. Um, discouragement and negativity can be a massive blockage to um, making a healthy marriage.:
1: One of the things when Andy was speaking earlier, he spoke, um, he mentioned on um, forgiveness, and I think um, that's, can that so easily block fun and friendship in marriage in terms of you might have gone you might have had a minor disagreement large disagreement in our case <laughs> <laughs> um, about absolutely nothing um, and you didn't deal with it you kind of left it and you didn't speak about it for a day the house is really quiet police. Um, And then the following day, (laughs) the following day, you kind of just have to get over it because you've got children to sort out and you've got to get to work. So you've just moved on, but you've not dealt with it. But really, it's still bothering you. You've just moved on. You've not dealt with it. You've not forgiven. You've just moved on. And so the house is, we're still, we're talking, but it's actually still really quiet. And a week later, two weeks later, we're actually not laughing anymore. simply because there is this thing that we just need to talk about and get over and move on. We just need to forgive. And I think that can be a massive block.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I, I think when we were talking about uh, this and looking over the questions, one of the other things we, were, we, we mentioned was, was technology. Um, can be good, and it can be bad. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, just going home from work and TVs on, your own phones or your i you know your, your tablets or, or what have you. Um, children have got their games on or what have you. You know and nobody's talking to each other. Um, we might talk to each other over WhatsApp <laughs> <Should> <laughs> when we're in the same room. Things <laughs> like <laughs> um, <laughs> that, as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um Yeah. So that's one of the things I would mention. Technology can get in the way sometimes, and sometimes you just need to go old school, new things, <laughs> um, and just make sure that you're talking to each other. Really.
5: Uh, I think having too many best friends, you know, and um, and sometimes family. Uh, I I am so close with my mom. I listen to my mom <laughs> about everything. So I initially I was te- uh, in. Um, I'll tell her everything. Oh, and then he did this. Oh, today he did that. And then he did this. And then she, you know, giving me her feedback. Until so one day I had to grow up and realize that. No, because then I'm ruining their relationship. So family can come and tell you, did your husband do this today? Did you do that today? Your husband never does this, does he? And so those things, they ruin what's going on between, the dynamics that's going on between yourselves. Or you have your best friend, you're like, I don't think my husband's been paying attention to me lately. And then she tells you, oh yeah, I think we should have a girls' night house. And you're like, honey, I'll see you later. I'm going girls' night house. And he's thinking, what just happened? So you have some friends that, can influence you in a negative way. Though they might present it to you as if it's something good, but just be weary of the type of friends that you have, the type of things that your family and his family are saying. And I always say, he's my best friend. So if I have something to say, the first person that I want to tell is him. But if you have something to say, the first person you want to tell is your girlfriend so-and-so, or your best mate so-and-so, then, you know, you. you you're kind of ruining what you're supposed to be building. So I encourage you to be best friends with each other. Be able to get to that point where you can just tell everything, everything, you know, even the slightest of things, just be able to tell your best friend.
4: Mm. (laughs) Um, And I'll just, you know, quickly add, um, also taking each other for granted. It's so easy. I mean, as human beings, we are geared to, um, getting used to anything um, like right now we're all used to this room when you first walked in you're probably a little bit you know uncomfortable who's there where am I sitting but now we're all comfortable and we're used to it and can you imagine spending 5 10 20 40 years with the same person it's so easy to get used to someone so really fighting against that natural human instinct and not taking each other for granted and always yeah, be there. No, I don't have to say that right now. No, I, I don't have to do that right now. You know, at work, if your, your boss did, you know, said or did something, you, you'd want to sort it out right then and there. You know, your partner's even more important um, you know, than your boss. So, you know, just learn not to take each other for granted. And again, it's something for me, I have to remind myself every single day not to take it for granted. So it, it, I suppose it will never end. <laughs>
2: Um, and just just uh, spinning off from from that, I just want to just say a quick thing, and it's kind of how how we get over it as well. Um, so I think I was going out to watch. Uh, I like comics.
1: Mm-hmm. It's okay. It's yeah, okay. Yeah.
2: Marvel? Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. So he was you, tell you that he
1: doesn't grow up. <laughs>
2: um, so we uh, I was going out, uh, and uh, there's, a, there's a few of us that like to talk about when the next movie's is coming out or what have So. I just naturally said, "Kerry, I'm going out on this date," um, and expecting Kerry will say to me, um, "Yeah, that's fine, because that's the that's the thing that you do." Um, and Kerry says, "Well, you haven't asked me," and I was like, Right? But you don't do comic films or what have you. Um, I was just, "But you haven't asked," and I was like, "Oh," <laughs> <laughs> and it's true, I hadn't asked, and it's it's like what you're saying, you can you can take each other for granted. So mm-hmm. how you overcome that? Just keep asking, you know. Mm-hmm. Just because. There was an that might have been an answer two or three years ago. Doesn't mean it's always going to be the same answer. Um, so just keep double checking with um, with your uh, with your wife or your husband. You know, um, has things changed? And is there a new th- is there a new direction that we're going in? Okay. So
3: um, we'll go on
2: to the
0: next one. Um, I think lunch might be ready. So is it okay? So what we'll do is we'll we'll do this question and then I've got a little resource for you and I think we'll go for lunch, uh, if that's okay. So, uh, last question then. Would the panel uh, recommend uh, any healthy boundaries that should accompany friendship and fun uh, in marriage? Um, and I'll start, actually, with that one and respond to that one. And I think, Andy, you touched on this in your session this morning. Um, here, here's what I would suggest, is that you shouldn't go further in someone else's head than you are going with your spouse. Do, do you get that, that you're, there is a temptation and Andy said it really well earlier that you can build connections with people outside your marriage that where there's sometimes almost real time you haven't planned it there's a there's a choice you've got you've got ahead of you about what you say where actually you might inadvertently trip into actually i'm sharing more with that person than I am with my wife or with my husband and I think you should guard against that i don't think you should ever really be in a situation where there's somebody else that Unless there's a professional reason, such as counseling or the doctor or something like that, which would be a bit unusual and a bit special, and actually your spouse would know about that anyway. I don't think you should be sharing things that go further in that person's mind than perhaps you've gone with your spouse. And I would say that's a healthy boundary. Um, Your spouse should be the one who kind of knows the most about you and that you share with the most and that there should be no secrets between you. So I'd say that that's just a a healthy starting point.
3: Yeah, in this in this tech age that we live in, um, if you're a social media person and you like Facebook, um, have have a policy. I know this sounds really daft. In you know, schools have a policy, churches have a policy. We all have policies. The policies are there for protection. Mm. Have a protection in your marriage. What can be irritating to spouses is when somebody comes up out of the blue, and you've shared your whole holiday photos or anniversary things or a special meal or and they know everything about it and you're like left thinking oh okay well there's nothing there's nothing secret to keep that intimacy you need some things which nobody else knows about which which you can tell it's nothing there's nothing wrong in it or but it's something that you two share so we we before we came on we we, we talked about the china thing and we knew that that was okay to share there's some stories you will never ever know. <laughs> Not because there's anything wrong with them, but because actually that's our fun. That's our special thing that we give a knowing look and we we look at something and we'll be, oh yeah, that thing. And that's something that's in our marriage. And we have to work hard at protecting that more again in this day and age with this social media because because everything's out there and everything's there. And actually you become to feel the stresses and strains as some celebrities do, which puts extra pressure on their marriages. Actually, we're in a day and age where a lot of us are celebrities, if you put it all on Facebook. So fight that temptation, agree a policy. Sometimes we'll actually talk about it, especially when it comes to the kids. You'll see very few photos of our kids on our Facebooks for that very reason, and we talk to them about um, what they think is okay for us to share, because it's their life, it's their story fight that, protect that, some things it's okay if you've agreed it, but keep that intimacy. Um, I just think it's
1: also really important not to have secrets, um, so it's really important, we spoke about in terms of building friendship, um, being able to have your own space to do your own thing, because that there's something to talk about when you've gone off and you've done you has gone out all night to watch, I don't know, Disney Batman. Disney. Or whatever. And he comes back. It's, it's a it's a means for a conversation. So how did the movie go? Did you enjoy it? I don't really want to hear too much about it, but <laughs> you guys have a, had a good night. I don't want to hear about the movie, but I can talk about how the night went. So it's a good way to have conversation when you're not always in each other's space. But I think as well as having your own time and your own space, it's really important not to have secrets. So whatever it is that you're going out to do, when you're coming back to talk, that whatever you're doing, it's, okay. it's always going to be okay for me to share that with Mark. And that's just being mindful, That yeah.
2: And I think one, one thing is, um I've had to do this a couple of times. Um, one thing is, I'm not curious about it, by right? the um, <laughs> One thing I think oh. is when you're discussing with other friends um, and you're thinking, oh, we, you know, you might say to them, oh, we plan on doing this or we plan on doing that, and someone says, oh, can I come along?
5: Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> <laughs> there's a bit of a pause. <laughs> <laughs> and then these, you know, and then you have to say, no. <laughs> um, you're going to have to say no to friends because that's your time. Uh, so, you, you've got to protect your time. Um, uh, so, family, friends, you, you've got to say no to that. And it is awkward, um, and it, is, you know, it, it can be tough, but it's really important to protect your time. That's for you to build your fun and friendship in your marriage. For me, a healthy Richard, a, a happy
5: Richard is a happy marriage. And for him, a happy Samantha is a happy marriage.
4: um i I think i'll just reinforce you know what what the other members of the panel have said more about you know what you keep to yourselves what you keep to each other um but also um just being individual um understanding that you know you are you know individual people and sometimes you, you you do you know have friends and you have fun and that sort of thing but it's important to you know be able to relay that and have, you know, conversations about that, you know, where required, because you don't want to feel like you, you're just becoming totally separate people because you have your individuals who have become one, but you're still individuals, you still have your, you know, your own likes and dislikes, etc. Um, w- one thing that, um, um, sorry, sorry <laughs> Claire mentioned, sorry, I um, was. And it's completely left my mind now. The <laughs> 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 little mix to leave policy my mind. Policy
5: on Facebook?
4: Yes, the policy on Facebook. Um, that's something that I think I, I'm absolutely huge on because I'm not big in social media. Um, you know, Samantha is very, very big in social media, but I, sometimes I'll, I'll almost hold my tongue and say, OK, I don't want to say anything because I know she's really excited about it and it's something that's really important to her, but I really wish she hadn't shared that. And I really wish she hadn't said that. And it's important to be able to have those conversations and not hold back and, and just you know, have those open conversations because the moment you sort of bite your tongue, it builds and it builds and it builds. But you know, understanding each other, understanding each other's boundaries, what your partner won't do, what they don't like, it's so important because that, that Facebook thing really built on me for two years and it just became a big issue and we had a big blowout argument arguments about it. Um, and it could have been solved with a 10 minute conversation two years before.